What is self-awareness? How being self-aware can help you at work. My name is Dr. Austin Tay and you are listening to Psych Chat. Warm welcome to episode 36 of Site Chat. My name is Dr. Austin Tay and I am an organizational psychologist. In my podcast, I discuss workplace issues and offer tips for navigating the complex world of work. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, welcome. Please do check out my other episodes and subscribe to my podcast to ensure you do not miss any new episodes. For those who are already subscribers, welcome back. I have been thinking about a topic for this episode and decided on self-awareness. There are a few reasons I decided to talk about this topic in this episode. The past few months have been a roller coaster ride with many things happening simultaneously, mostly good and some not so. During my busyness, I was trying very hard to please people and give my best in all my work. I hardly had any time to pause, breathe, and collect my own thoughts. Then I received devastating news of a close friend who passed away. Again, instead of embracing the news, I have decided to park it somewhere at the back of my mind. I am still trying to come to terms with this bad news. One of the reasons I was busy for the past month was relocation and the other being involved in teaching. All these different experiences somehow culminated in the question I asked myself. What is self-awareness? To you listening, it might sound bewildering how self-awareness linked to my business in the past months. The best way to answer this question is to delve into what self-awareness is. Interestingly, self-awareness comprises two psychological concepts, self and awareness. Self can be considered as social processes and communication informed by observing others. Self can also be viewed either as conscious or unconscious dimensions. That is to say, the self can be perceived by observing others, also known as interpersonal, or inwardly towards ourself, intrapersonal. While it is easier to observe people, it is far more difficult for us to take time to look inwards. We are, after all, humans, 
condition to view instead of visualizing. To this definition of self, my experience for the past six months focuses on the interpersonal aspect of self. I constantly observe others, for example, dealing with movers, tradespersons, and contractors. How do I best work with them so that they can help ease the transition of the relocation? In terms of my teaching, I would say a combination of both. The nagging of whether what I had presented in class was correct and good enough, and at the same time, really to suss out whether these students are at all listening to what I'm teaching. And of course, in dealing with the bad news, I decided to take the cautious step of not doing any form of intrapersonal reverie. For awareness, it can be broken down to how an individual has an accurate and deep understanding of their perception and thinking. This is often known as cognitive awareness. Awareness like self can also be multi-level, conscious and unconscious. An individual can process what is happening in their body and mind. Awareness is also about recognizing the feelings of others and taking account of one's impact on others. I believe that sometimes we tend to put off or ignore what our body tells us. For example, when we feel a certain ache, but would rather leave it than to attend to it. As for the mind, it depends on what the situation is. For example, if one is overthinking or having negative thoughts, it is only useful if the awareness helps one to deal with the overthinking and negative thoughts. Otherwise, being aware in such an instant can serve a different purpose. That is leading to increased overthinking, negative thoughts, which eventually lead to stress and an anxiety, just to name a few. So a quick summary of what we know about self and awareness. To understand self, we can observe others or look within ourselves. To be aware, we need to have an accurate and deep understanding of our perception and thinking. We need to consider how we impact others and also recognize the feelings of others. Based on what we have defined about self and awareness, self-awareness can be further divided into two types. One, subjective self-awareness. This type of self-awareness focuses on events that are external to the individual. Second, objective self-awareness. This focuses exclusively on self. The focal point of these two types of self-awareness centers on the self. This means 
self awareness will include a comparison against an individual's self developed standards. Such a comparison can be aversive, as it can lead to negative state of mind, linked to rumination. Still, the comparison can also help one to have a positive reflection, that can lead to further learning and increased self consciousness. To have self awareness, an individual must also rely on experiences and activities that stimulate. Self introspection, self observation, and how to work with others. So, how do all this relate to the workplace? Research has found that self awareness is related to leadership effectiveness, job satisfaction, and overall work performance. Self awareness can also lead to Career success, including salary increases and promotions. However, it has to be said that there is no definitive definition of what self-awareness is and how it can be measured. Saying so, being self-aware can be useful in the workplace. What then can we do to enhance our self-awareness? Let us look at some strategies you can adopt. Number one, self-reflection. It is good to take time for introspection and reflection on your actions, thoughts, and emotion. When we self-reflect, we increase our self-awareness, and can be also linked to our job satisfaction and well-being. Number two, seek feedback. When we actively seek feedback from supervisors, peers, and subordinates, this feedback can help us to identify blind spots and help us to make changes as to how we perceive, think, and do things with others. Third, mindfulness practices. Engage in mindfulness exercises such as meditation or deep breathing to increase self-awareness. Research has also found that mindfulness training improved self-awareness and reduced stress levels in the workplace. Number four, personality assessments. Using validated personality assessments. Can help to gain objective insights into your personality traits. These assessments can enhance self-awareness and also self-understanding. So, to recap, self-awareness helps to improve decision making because self-awareness allows individuals to align their decision with their values and goals, leading to more informed and effective choices. Self-awareness can also better communication and relationships. Self-aware individuals can recognize their communication style, emotional triggers, and biases, enabling them to build stronger and more productive relationships with colleagues. Self-awareness 
is also useful for effective leadership. Self-aware leaders understand their strengths and weaknesses, which enables them to delegate tasks effectively, seek help when needed, and foster a positive work environment. Self-awareness also encourages adaptability and resilience. Self-aware individuals are more adaptable and resilient in facing challenges and change. They can recognize their emotional responses and manage them appropriately, leading to better overall well-being and performance. Returning to the question of how self-awareness relates to my business, it is simple. I need to pause, reflect. And act. While we might not always be good at doing so, understanding ourselves, what we stand for, and how we want to work and treat others should be the accoutrements we wear as we navigate towards being aware of ourselves. I hope you have enjoyed this episode of Side Chat. If you have any comments or suggestions, please send them to. Site chat at omnisci dot com or tweet to site underscore chat. Thank you for listening. You have been listening to Site Chat. This podcast is brought to you by Omnisci Consulting. We are a team of psychologists with a wealth of experience working with individuals, teams, and organizations in coaching, executive selection, assessment and development, career transitioning, and workplace intervention. Omnisci Consulting exists to solve the critical issues facing our clients, both large and small. Our approach is to tailor make each service to meet the requirements of our clients. Our broad range of services and solutions help individuals and organization to facilitate change, achieve their vision, and optimize performance and productivity.